might as well is an audio gallery that showcases the rejection of the binary frailties of good and evil in favor of truth told via comically allegorical jeremiads. In other words, Hasehamaumo. <laughs> a scholarship. Okay, but not five million dollars. They offered you five million dollars to play the drums. Yeah. The fuck, are we doing here? Like, what the fuck, y'all? Like, Probably. you know what I'm saying? But I was so younger. Like, wait, wait, wait. I didn't know what it was. Are you sure they offered you five million dollars? I play turned the- it down. It was a scholarship. Like, I had to go to school for this decade. Welcome to Might as Well, bitch. Buckle up. This is not NPR. So, without further ado, the Great Maui Ma. My wife just texted me that uh, my son doesn't want to sleep. <laughs> bruv, that's my boy, isn't it? That's my fucking boy. Bruv, let the boy cook. That's my fucking answer to my wife's text. Hey, let the boy cook. Evidently, the boy was born with a golden spatula. Fuck a silver spoon. Let the boy cook, innit? Let the boy cook, innit? Evidently, the boy has a fucking leku set pot. Hey, let him cook in it. How about that? Let him, hey, let him cook in it. Right? Niggas be out here buying leku set pots just to show off. Niggas be out here just fucking displaying these pots as if they're pieces of art. And I be like, bruv, hey, how about cooking them? How about that? How about, how about cooking them? Some fucking chicken tikka masala. Right? Some fucking malamahoru. How about cooking them? Right? Some fucking, hey, some fucking ace super maze meal. How about cooking them, bruv? Talking about ace super maze meal. My boy, hey, he weighs 12,5 in it. He weighs 12,5 kilograms in it. Give me a good job, boy. Get white star, D-boy. Get pride maze meal, D-boy. Do y'all remember that shit, bruv? Get ace super maze meal, D-boy. Get Iwisa, D-boy. <laughs> Got the most Iwisa, D-boy. He's fucking fragile, D-boy, but he ain't. Because, bruv, he's fucking brolic. He's built like a gentrified block of flats. I ain't trying to listen. Hey, I ain't bullshitting you. I ain't fucking with you, bruv. I'm not trying to fabricate shit, bruv. Listen, hey, my boy is brolic. <laughs> bruv, hey, men lie. Women lie. Hassan Minaj lie, but me? Me? Nah. 
Numbers don't lie. Hey, bruv. At the end of the day, bruv, aren't we all just fucking numbers? Huh? Men lie, women lie, son me not lie, but numbers don't. I'm just a fucking number, innit? I mean, bruv, the census pulled up, innit? And these niggas announced that they 62 million South Africans. However, these dumb fucks failed to account for 30% of the population. God damn it. Which means there's more people out there. Which means there could be 70 million of us in South Africa or maybe 80. Who the fuck knows? All I know is I'm nothing but a number. <laughs> right? I'm nothing but a number. My boy, my boy is brolic. And this boy don't want to sleep because we are too fucking fun. Right? We are too fucking fun, bruv. Listen, hey, I'm a fun dad. Let's keep it a buck. Hey, listen, as a husband, as a father, as a son, as a brother, as a nephew, as a fucking, hey, bruv, as a cousin, my nigga, as a holy fucking spirit, hey, I'm fun. Right? If I may say so myself. Yeah, right? If I may flatter myself, if I may toot my own fucking horn, I gotta do it because if I don't do it, who the fuck is gonna do it? Well, I've got a family. Them niggas love me, of course, because I'm super fucking fun, of course, on top of that provider, man. Right? I'm not one of these, hey, I'm not one of these fucking deadbeat dads out here, bruv. provider, Antoine. You're providing, you're spanning, you're pusher. Into an Miami healthy, my boy is brolic, my boy is tall, my boy is strong. This boy is made for war, brother. I wish. I fucking wish. I wish I was born at the Gaza Strip. I wish I was born in Syria. I wish I was born in Iraq, or is it Iraq? I wish I was born in Afghanistan, because, bruv, if I was born over there, hey, I was gonna have a protector. Right? I was gonna have Jesus himself. My kid was born on Good Friday, bruv. That's neither here nor there. If I was born in the Middle East, my boy was gonna protect me because my boy is built like a Navy SEAL. He's ready for war. He's fucking brolic. It's in our genes, isn't it? Right? It's in our fucking DNA, right? He's a fucking mild, bruv. Hey, this is what we do, but I fucking digress. If you have Leku said parts, how about cooking them? Right? I mean, black people, bruv. Black families. Black mothers. How about, let's evolve, man. Hey, black people, let's fucking evolve. Niggas have Leku said parts, but they don't cook in them. They claim that those parts... Are for special occasions. <laughs> bruv. What? Wait, what? I mean, bruv, yo, hey, hey, how poor are we? As as black people, bruv. How poor are we that even when we make it, even when we fucking have bags, we still behave like we are fucking ensnared in poverty. Hey, use your fucking pots. Cooking them. Use those fucking pots. Let my boy cook. Right? I say all of that to say, let my boy cook. This nigga don't want to sleep because I'm super fucking fun. I'm a fun, listen, I'm a fun guy, right? Hence my boy has FOMO. 
This nigga be out here fighting sleep all day or dead day, bruv. He be out here punching sleep, bruv. His name is Ali after all, innit? I named my boy Ali Mao. Ali Bombaye, innit? My boy be out here fucking floating like a butterfly, stinging like a bee, bruv. He be out here just fucking sparring with his sleep. Ta ta ta. You be out here making those fucking sounds like ah, 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 right? Fighting with his fucking sleep, going back and forth with his fucking dreams, bruv. This boy, <laughs> he goes, he goes toe to toe with REM sleep. I, I, I mean, bruv, yo, I ain't never, I ain't never seen a dude go toe to toe with REM sleep and win. I mean. <laughs> I ain't never seen that shit. I ain't never seen a six-month-old dude go toe-to-toe with REM sleep and win, bruv. My boy wins all the fucking time. I've been trying to, I've been trying to beat REM sleep for 31 years. <laughs> right? And bruv, listen, every time, every time I try to take on REM sleep, I lose. I lose all the fucking time. I'm a loser against Ram Sleep. My boy, my boy laughs in the face of Ram Sleep. My boy laughs in the face of melatonin. My boy be like, fuck that shit. My nigga be out here all the way fucking hopped up on milk. Yo, my wife eats chicken. Right? Which means there's a bit of, uh, of tryptophan in her fucking milk. Right? Tryptophan triggers fucking serotonin, and the serotonin triggers fucking melatonin. Then bada bim, bada boom, hey, you sleep. That's what we call the itis, isn't it? Right? The shit that we call the itis is actually tryptophan. God fucking damn it. Right? Do the fucking. Yo, hey, do your research. Okay, bruv, it's all, it's all connected, it's all science. It's all mathematics. If you are a breastfeeding woman, bruv, listen. What you eat, your kid eats as well. My wife is a breastfeeder. I mean, God damn it. Isn't she lovely? My wife is a breastfeeder. I mean, God damn it, bruv. We are amazing parents. I'm sorry. Listen, bruv. Yo, we are amazing fucking parents. We are out here breastfeeding our boy. Our boy is out here getting his fucking shots. Hey, immunize your fucking kids. Inoculate your fucking kids. Niggas be out here spewing anti-vaxxer conspiracy theories. Talking about, yo, these vaccines cause autism. Oh, my fucking God. Oh, 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 there's a link. Oh, there's a link. Maui, there's a link. Experts suggest that there's a link between these fucking vaccines and autism. Bruv, A, there's also a link between your kids not getting vaccinated and your kids catching the fucking measles when they hit 35. Okay, bruv? Okay? Hey. Imagine your kid catching the fucking measles at the age of 35. Imagine being a 50-year-old with chicken pox. <laughs> I mean, bro, what the fuck are we talking about? Inoculate your kids. Stop fucking around. Inoculate your kids, bro. A couple of days ago, my boy got his first measles shot. Right? His first measles vaccine, he got that shit. And the doctor weighed him. Right? Of course. 
She weighed him. She fucking measured him. Measured his fucking head, his body, breath. My boy is built like a gentrified block of flats. I mean, bruv, he's a big boy. Let the boy cook. Listen, bruv, niggas are gonna get tackled. <laughs> right? In the near future, niggas are gonna get choke slammed by my boy. Hey, sorry, not sorry. How about that? Hey, bruv, sorry, not sorry, bruv. Yo, hey, my kid is incredible. Right? My boy be out here chilling, bruv, watching Sesame Street, bruv, a couple of days ago. <sighs> Whilst my boy was watching Sesame Street, I heard Elmo talking about how boys can wear dresses and play with dolls. <laughs> I was like, wait, wait, wait. Huh? Hey, hey, I heard that shit from afar. Right? I think I was taking a nap. Right, I was taking a nap, and bruv, I heard Elmo, right, from, from deep within my fucking dreams, as I told you niggas, that, that bruv, yo, I be ensnared in REM sleep. Once that fucking rapid eye movement pops up, bruv, yo, I can't resist. I can't fight back. I'm fucking defenseless when it comes to REM sleep, bruv. I was out here ensnared in REM sleep, but I heard, I heard Elmo talking about how boys can do anything and how girls can also do anything. But I was like, hey, listen, that shit is fucking positive. However, dresses, my nigga. Yo, they were like, boys can dress however they want to dress. And Elmo was on screen rocking a dress, right? Playing with dolls. I shut that shit down. <laughs> bro, listen. Hey, don't mean to be uh, uh, homophobic, but I shut that shit down. I had to do it. Because, bro, I was like, nah, 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 we ain't, we ain't doing this. Right? This is why fathers are important. We ain't doing this shit. Bro, my wife just let that shit slide. And I was like, no, nah, shut this shit down. These niggas are not about to fucking condition my kid. All fucking facts. We ain't doing that. I shot that shit down. I was like, no, 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 bruv. Listen, hey, I am not homophobic. Okay, bruv? I support gay rights. I support um, androgyny. I support all of this shit. I'm in full support of all of this shit. However... I'm not a fan of the conditioning that takes place in mainstream media. See, bruv, whatever my kid is, I support whatever he is, right? And I say that because whether my boy is straight, gay, bi, whatever, like, he's already that, right? It's not a fucking choice. He's not going to wake up one day and go, I choose to be this or that. No, it's not a choice. So whatever he already is, he is that. My responsibility is to nurture that shit. However, my responsibility is to also protect him from the world, right? That tells him what to do or what to think or how to think or what to be. It's as if these fucking shows are telling these kids to think a certain way, right? It's as if these shows are saying, hey, if you want to be accepted, 
Rabbi the world, in the year 2023, 2024, 2025, hey, you have to think like this, right? You have to behave like that. You have to dress like this. Bruv, I am not a fan of that, right? I want my kid to be whatever he is. I don't want Sesame Street to teach him how to be. I want him to just be. You feel me, bruv? That's called great parenting. <laughs> you feel me? That's called great parenting. When I saw that shit, I shut it down. Because I was like, bruv, hey, my kid must become whatever he is. You feel me? Because he's already that. If he's straight, he's already straight. That's already coded in him. If he's gay, he's already gay. That's already coded in him. If he's fucking bi, he's bi. Yo, he's been bi from the fucking womb. That's coded in him. Right? If he's that cool, be that. Do that. I support that. However, I am not going to allow society to fucking usher him in a direction that is not coded in him. You feel me, bruv? So I want my boy to cook. Right? I want my boy to do whatever the fuck he wants to do. You feel me? Whatever he is, he's already that. The only difference between now and when he's grown is that whatever he is hasn't manifested itself. God fucking damn it, bruv. Am I here preaching? Bruv, I've only been a father for six months. <laughs> I mean, come on, dude. I mean, yo, how great of a father am I? I mean, dude, on a scale of one, right, to a fucking uh, billion or to infinity, like Messi, right, because Messi is infinity, right? He now has eight Ballon d'Ors, right? Infinity. Hey, infinity. He's fucking infinite. Like Eminem, he's infinite. Like me, my fucking greatness as a father, my greatness as a husband is infinite. It's infinite. I'm too fucking dope. Legit, bruv, I'm a family man. <laughs> when I started this fucking podcast, I was just a guy. Right out here just fucking living la vida loca, wildin', fucking recording four-hour podcasts. Bruv, I had all the fucking time in the world, but now I'm a dad. I'm a father. My shit is like an hour now because I have shit to do. However, this shit is always going to be out here edifying the fucking masses, bruv. This is what I do, innit? This is what I do. All I do is fucking cook. All I do is fucking teach. All I do is make people laugh. And also, all I do is make people think. Bruv, I've been out here just thinking a lot. You know, over the past couple of days, bruv, I've been thinking a lot. Yo, I saw a disturbing video of a father and son getting shot on camera in Brooklyn. I mean, bruv, Jesus fucking Christ. I'm pretty sure you have seen the video too. That shit is fucking disturbing, bruv. All fucking facts, right? Where it is, where it is, the shooter and the people who got shot... Uh, we're out here arguing over over noise. Where it is the shooter lives in the apartment below the people who got shot. Right, the father and son. And um, he went up there to complain about about the noise that you know the kids were making. Evidently, because you know 
um, if you live below uh, somebody else's apartment, their floor is your roof, <laughs> right? That's how it works. So basically, he went up there to go, hey, stop fucking, y'all stop banging on my roof, right? And I'm pretty sure the family was like, hey, bruv, yo, your fucking roof is our floor. Where the fuck are we going to be, boy? We got to practice. Have you seen the fucking, yo, have you seen the Jabawakis? We gotta practice, bruv. We can't just pull up to this fucking dance contest without fucking practicing. We gotta practice. The Jabberwockies don't play. Okay, bruv? Sierra don't play. We gotta practice. Missy Elliott don't play. Puff Daddy don't play. We gotta practice. You talking about practice? Practice, bruv. Yo, the shooter went up there and banged on their door. And he started accosting them questioning them like bruv what the fuck is going on you niggas are being ignorant you motherfuckers are loud as fuck the fuck is happening and then evidently the father got pissed off and the father is brolic he's built like the fucking projects bruv the father got pissed off and he started making threats right he came out the fucking apartment shirtless and then he went back <laughs> right he came out shirtless and then he went back to the apartment Right, got his fucking shoes on, right, and then he rocked the fucking t-shirt, and also, he pulled up with a fucking pair of scissors and started making threats to the fucking shooter, right? He started threatening the shooter with this pair of scissors, you feel me? I don't know if he was gonna stab the guy, hey, bruv, listen, it was tense, right? From the fucking CCTV footage, bruv, it looked super fucking intense. And as the father was being pulled away by his wife, the shooter pulled out his fucking gun. And bruv, yo, the shooter's gun is fucking interesting. This nigga has a beam <laughs> on his fucking Glock. He's got, bruv, hey, he has a beam on his Glock. I mean, bruh. Hey, who the fuck is this guy, bruv? What the fuck? Yo, is this nigga John Wick? I mean, bruv, what's going on in America? I've been asking this shit for five years. And some change, bruv. What's going on in the USA, bruv? This nigga's gun has a fucking beam on it. Like, bruv, hey, who the fuck is this guy? You see, bruv, this is what happens when you play Splinter Cell, bruv. And his fucking beam is green. God damn it. The beam. The beam. Ah, the beam. The beam is green. The fucking beam is... Indeed. Like, bruv, hey. What? 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 Why do we have civilians walking around with military-grade equipment? In the USA. What's going on over there, bruv? We got niggas just walking around. Right? With military fucking equipment. In their pockets. In America. Yo, bruv. It's a fucking shit show. But I digress. He pulled out his fucking gun with a beam on it. Right? And then he shot the father. And then um, while shooting the father. the His son, you know, starts rushing up at him. And he shot the son as well. Right? And uh, he wasn't done. After shooting these motherfuckers, bruv, yo, he shot them again. 
when these niggas were already on the floor. Like, he was basically making sure that this father and son were, were gone, were dead, right? He basically executed these motherfuckers. When I saw that video, bruv, listen, I, it, it sent fucking chills down my spine on God, right? Imagine dying over noise, over your kids just fucking around, you know, over your kids just playing. And where it is, you know, the father kept on asking his kids, like, yo, what are y'all doing? Are y'all being noisy? And the kids were like, no, we just chilling. Right, this guy kept on banging on his roof slash their floor, right, and then the father kept on banging on his floor slash his roof, and then you know that's how this whole thing started, bro. Yo, it's, you know, it's fucking sad. It's fucking tragic. Black people are going through a lot worldwide because we don't fuck with each other, we don't love each other, we don't value each other's lives each other's ideas, um, opinions, intelligence. We don't fuck with each other, right? Hence, we are so fucking fractured, right? The community is segregated, right? And I know that, you know, white people did this shit to us, right? Because of, you know, the idea behind divide and conquer. I get it. However, you know, we live in a post- slavery post-apartheid world like i think you know we we can't continue blaming racist white people forever you know at some point we have to look at ourselves and go now we we are fucking up right yeah yeah these niggas you know drove a fucking wedge you know um into our fucking communities however you know the responsibility is ours now to to mend our community and to uh come together right but you know here we are we hate each other we don't fuck with each other we don't build one another and um that shit right there is sad because by the year 2050 one in four people on this planet is going to be black. <laughs> Let that shit sink in, bruv. Africa has the youngest and fastest growing population of any continent on this planet. By 2050, one in four people on the planet will be African. A development that will transform many African countries, experts say. And it will reshape their relationship with the world. My question is, how will this reshape our relationship with ourselves? <laughs> right? Because we don't fuck with each other. Right? And bruv, evidently, right, by the year 2050, most of the world is going to be black. That shit is crazy. You feel me, bruv? So we need to buckle the fuck up. We need to figure this shit out as a community. This shit is fucking horrible. And these niggas are old. Like, bruv, yo, these motherfuckers are in their 40s. They should be friends. <laughs> you know? They should be fucking friends. But evidently, they didn't fuck with each other. Right? They hate each other. It's insane. We need to do better. Bruv, men caught on camera killing a Brooklyn father and son 
is a fired ex-prison guard and yo, his sister is wild. His sister is claiming self-defense. Bruv, listen, I understand where she's coming from a little bit because the guy who got shot, right, this father, uh, pulled up with a pair of scissors, right? He pulled up with a weapon first. However, hey, dear sister, your brother executed this motherfucker. Shooting the guy in self-defense is one thing, right? But, but shooting him when he's already down is an execution, right? Right? And evidently, your brother went up to that fucking apartment with the intent to kill. Because he went up there with his fucking gun tucked. Right? He had a weapon on him. He wanted their fucking altercation or confrontation to get to the point that it got to. He wanted to kill this guy. He wanted this nigga to give him a fucking reason to kill him or to shoot him. All fucking facts. Your brother executed this man and his son. Because he continued to shoot them when they were already dead. That's an execution. Right? Your brother is a fucking savage. We live in a crazy fucking time, bruv. On God, on G.O.D. And bruv, when I saw that shit, bruv, yo, as a dad, like, yo, it just fucked my day up, innit? It fucked my day up. Black people, what the fuck are we doing? What are we doing? Hey, dear ANC, like, oh, what's going on in South Africa? Huh? You niggas have wasted one trillion rands. I mean, bruv, yo, what? Over one trillion rands lost due to corruption since 1994. And bruv, almost half of the population now lives on pensions, a.k.a. grants. Bruv, the fuck is going on? South Africa is a country of 62 million people. Well, it could be 70, it could be 80, it could be 100 million people. Who the fuck knows? The census only counted 62 million people and left out 30% of the population. I mean, bruv, what the fuck are we doing here? What are we doing? Bruv, 62 million people in South Africa, right? 27 million pensioners and only 7 million taxpayers. The fuck are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? Evidently, South Africa is morphing into Argentina, right? We have become an ultra-welfare state. Just like Argentina. Argentina is an ultra-welfare state. An extreme welfare state. That's what we are. South Africa basically has UBI. Right? We have universal basic income in South Africa. The unemployed in South Africa earn 350 rands a month. Did y'all know that? And bruv, yo, the fucking audacity, the audacity for our fucking president to pull up and say the 350 rands that unemployed people earn has kept millions of people 
out of poverty. I mean, bruv, that's around 11 rands and some change a day. What are we talking about? <laughs> bruv, have you seen the price of goods and services in South Africa? I mean, bruv, how many articles have I read on this fucking podcast that talk about the amount of money that is needed, right, for one to live a comfortable life? For one to, yo, bruv, to just enjoy life a little bit in South Africa. You need to earn over 25,000 rands in order for you to live a good life in South Africa. Right? And, bruv, according to a lot of fucking metrics, that's not even enough. By the way, FYI, 20 grand won't cut it. Right? 40 grand won't cut it. Right? If you want to live a comfortable life in South Africa, bruv, listen, you got to become a scammer. You got to become Hortman. Right? You got to become Edwin Soti. You have to become a member of parliament. I mean, bruv, we live in a crazy fucking country. Our president pulled up and said that, yo, the 350 rands that you niggas are getting, hey, is good. That shit is good. It has kept millions of people out of poverty. I mean, bruv, what are we talking about? Have you seen the price of bread? <laughs> Dear President, have you seen the price of bread? What are we talking about? This is the same man who said that members of parliament are struggling to make ends meet. Right? And bruv, yo, MPs in South Africa... Earn around 100,000 rands per month. Plus benefits. These niggas earn a hundred grand a month. Right? And our president once said that they are struggling to make ends meet. MPs cannot survive on a hundred thousand. But you? You can survive on 350 rands a month. You'll be aight. Right? MPs have fucking health benefits. They have security. Right? Like, bruv, everything of theirs is taken care of. However, they can't survive on 100,000 rands a month plus benefits. You? Hey, who gives a fuck if, if you've got health care or not? Who gives a fuck if you've got insurance or not, bruv? Who cares about you? You'll be aight. Right? Here's a fucking 350. You'll be okay. We have universal basic income in South Africa. All fucking facts, bruv. Niggas are earning 350 rands, bruv. South Africa is a shit show. Let's just call it what it is. Right, they call it the Social Relief of Distress Grant. Right, the SRD. Right, the Social Relief of Distress Grant. Fuck that, UBI. Right, it's universal basic income. That's what we have. In South Africa, we are an ultra-welfare state. However, the difference between us and other ultra-welfare states like Argentina is that our government doesn't give a fuck about us, bruv. Yo, the reason why, the reason why Argentina 
has a lot of monetary problems is because of the fact that the Argentinian government subsidizes a lot of shit in Argentina, right? Education, healthcare, electricity, water, bro. Yo, hey, they subsidize a lot of shit. They help out <laughs> everywhere, right? They basically coddle the fucking Argentinian population, which is why they are having money issues, money problems, because they pay for a lot of shit on behalf of their people, right? South Africa, on the other hand, eh? <laughs> what are we talking about? Have you seen the price of bread in South Africa? But we are being told that 350 rands is good. We are an ultra welfare state. However, everything is getting more and more expensive in South Africa. Right? In Argentina, right? Things are getting cheaper here and there. You feel me, bro? Not well, here and there. Well, everywhere. Things are getting cheaper. And that is resulting in the fucking devaluation of everything over there. Their fucking currency, all of that, right? And on top of that, their government handles a lot of shit, right? They subsidize their electricity, their water, their housing. Bruv, everything is subsidized in Argentina, right? Which is why they're having problems. They're having productivity problems because of that. They're too cuddled. South Africa, on the other hand, niggas, yo, niggas are struggling. We are an ultra welfare state that is struggling. Niggas are fucked up in the hood. Yeah, thank you for the fucking 350, but it is not enough. It will never be enough. Have you seen the price of electricity? In South Africa. Have you seen the price of water in South Africa? Bruv, hey, we can't live in South Africa, bruv. South Africa is morphing into a combination of the USA, right? And Argentina. That shit, it doesn't make any sense, bruv. It don't make any sense, right? Things are getting more and more expensive as if we are in the USA. But at the same time, our government is out here just creating more and more pensioners, right? By handing out all of this fucking money to unemployed people, to poor people, to old people, to disabled people, to kids. And I get it, bruv. Yo, some of these people need it. Old people need it. Disabled people need it, right? Single parents need it. I get it. But unemployed people don't need a fucking pension. How about create job opportunities? How about teach people how to sell shit? How about teach people how to be productive? I mean, bruv, hey, we don't... Fuck! Our school system is a fucking disaster. Okay? Okay, bruv? School is a fucking disaster. School shouldn't be built on fucking tests. School should be built on fucking vocation. Not the testing system. Because it doesn't work. Niggas be out here cramming shit and then regurgitating that bullshit on a piece of paper just to get another piece of paper. It doesn't work. Focus on what people can do, not what you wish people could do. 
How about that? That's what the testing system does, bruv. It focuses more on what the fucking government aspires for. How about let's focus on what the people want. On what the people can do Niggas are fucking dancers Niggas are plumbers Niggas are carpenters Niggas wanna be architects Let's focus on that Niggas are painters Let's focus on that Right? Let's focus on that (laughs) The reason why South Africa is fucked up Is because motherfuckers are out there studying garbage I mean fam Niggas are studying psychology I mean, Jesus fucking Christ. Hey, bruv, where now yourself? Your brain is fucked up. Where now yourself? What the fuck are you going to do to other people's brains? When your brain doesn't work, where now yourself? Oh, you lost your fucking marbles a long time ago. You lost your fucking screws a long time ago. What the fuck are you going to do to another person's brain? Where now yourself, bruv? Hey, We can't be all out here trying to get these fucking white-collar jobs. Okay? Some of us have to be fucking blue-collar, bro. Look at me. I'm blue-collar, ain't it? I'm a podcaster. I'm fucking gritty. I get busy, bro. Listen, hey, I got, hey, I gotta cook. I'm (laughs) blue-collar! Right? I'm fucking blue-collar! I'm out here getting my fucking tongue dirty. My tongue is so dirty, right? I be out here swearing, like, fuck, 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 shit, this, you know what I mean? Fuck that, motherfuckers, bitches, right? I be out here just fucking swearing all day, every day, day. I'm blue collar because I've got two rats. Okay, bruv? We can't, hey, somebody has to do the dirty work, right? Some of us have to grab the fucking hammer. Well, my hammer is a microphone, right? Right, the shit that I'm fucking nailing in are these fucking jokes. I gotta cook. These fucking facts. These fucking teachings I gotta teach. Right? Guess what it is? Bruv, yo, some of us have to do the fucking dirty work. Right? Somebody gotta do it. We can't all be out here trying to chill in an office. Right? Niggas are studying garbage. We can't all be lawyers. We can't all be accountants. We can't all be doctors. God damn it. Ah, the goat. Fuck. Talking about doctors. The goat. Dr. Matthew Bongani Lani. Yeah, his name rhymes. Bruh, this fucking guy. Yo, he made it. He made it. (laughs) This fucking guy went from TikTok to mainstream media, mainstream news, bruv. I saw this man's face, right? And he's fucking platinum hair on Izindab. Oh, he, he made it. I saw this fucking guy on SABC1. That's the biggest channel in the fucking country, bruv. I saw this nigga, right? On the channel that Saudi Mutwening built, bruv. I was like, this nigga made it. He's gone. He's fucking gone, bruv. He was on the channel that Saudi built. He's gone. He made it. He went from TikTok to the national news. That's what it's all about. Right? That's what trolling is all about. That's what lying and faking is all about, bruv. You'll fake it till you make it, innit? Dr. Matthew Bongani Lani got arrested last week. 
And of course, because this is South Africa, right? The charges have been dropped. Because evidently, you can't go to prison for lying unless you lie under oath. Bruv, this nigga was out there walking around with giant crutches and a bleeding lip. The fuck is going on? Hey, hey, Dr. Matthew Bonganilani, I have a few fucking questions, bruv. Hey, question number one. Why was your lawyer brushing your head like that? <laughs> Why was your lawyer brushing your head as if you were a little cat or a little puppy? Huh? What's that about? Hmm? Are you his pet? What's going on over there, bruv? Are y'all into role-playing? Because evidently, you're an actor, right? You know how to lie, bruv. Hey, basically what I'm asking is, are you fucking the advocate? Huh? Is he your fucking daddy? Advocate the eh, kintatao. Hey, you wanna maretao, kintatao. What's going on in South Africa, dude? The fuck? Yo, the fuck is going on in South Africa? I don't fucking get it, but I get it. Niggas are losing their fucking minds. Niggas are out of work. Niggas are poor, bruv. Hey, I, I don't get it. But, but I get it. You feel me, bruv? I fucking get it. Niggas have to find a way to make some money. They have to find a way... To fucking entertain themselves, bruv. Yo, I'm out here finding a way, right? I found a way to entertain myself. I was out here watching a Japanese bed-making competition, bruv. Them niggas are good. Let's just call it what it is, bruv. Japanese bed makers, bruv. Them niggas are pedantic about every fucking detail, every fucking wrinkle on the bed. Salute to them boys. Listen, if you are out here trying to date motherfuckers, right? If if you just fucking entered the dating pool, how about get yourself a person who's going to look at you, right? <laughs> the same way that these Japanese bed makers look at those fucking juves. I mean, bruv. I, listen, listen, these Japanese bed makers, bruv, yo, they, they look at their fucking juvets and, and mattress covers, bruv, like, they look at them with, with, with glee and, and love, like, the love is fucking pure, bruv, listen, hey, get yourself a person who's gonna love you just like that, bruv, get yourself a person who's gonna love you in the same way that Japanese bed makers love their fucking beds. All fucking facts. Don't be out here dating heathens. Okay, bruv? Love yourself. Don't be out here dating fucking ruffians. Love yourself. Take care of yourself, bruv. Niggas be out here finessing the streets, bruv. Be careful out there. Right? Dear ladies, dear women, the niggas that you niggas are dating, they be out here finessing the streets. How about get yourself a man? Who finesses the fucking sheets. Do better. Do better. The fuck is going on out here, bruv? Do better. Right? These dumb fucks are finessing the streets. My Japanese niggas are finessing the sheets. That's what life is all about. Right? Find a way to entertain yourself. Find a way to amuse yourself. 
Love yourself. Take care of yourself. Take care of your fucking brain. Take care of your body. Take care of your heart. Love yourself, my nigga. Take care of your bed. Make your fucking bed. Right? And I get it. I get it. These fucking experts be out here saying, oh, don't make your bed. Right? Unmade beds are actually healthy according to science. Right? If you don't make your bed where it is, you are healthy, however. The niggas that I've met, the people that I've met, the dirty motherfuckers that I've met who don't make their beds are some of the most unhealthiest motherfuckers of all time. Them niggas, yo, some of them died. Okay, bruv? R.I.P. Alright, hey, R.I.P. to Matthew Perry, bruv. Rest in peace, bruv. Right? Bruv, yo, some of my friends, my niggas died. Right? You see what I did there? Hey, listen. There's what it is. When you're good, you're good. R.I.P. In it. Bruv, some of my niggas, some of my dogs, some of my goons, them boys used to roll out of bed and hit the fucking road. My niggas belong to the fucking streets. My niggas were rolling stones. Fuck making their bed, innit? They used to wake up and go, fuck making my bed. Fuck that shit. Fuck these fucking bed bugs. Fuck these cockroaches. But I love them though, innit? They used to fuck with them in it. Bruv, my boys died. They fucking died because them niggas didn't believe in cleanliness. Right? You see, bruv, if your room ain't clean, if your home ain't clean, if the place where you lay your fucking head ain't clean, listen, your fucking head ain't gonna be clean in it. Right? Your brain is gonna be a fucking dumpster fire just like your bedroom. My boys had fucking bed bugs. Them bitches used to bite them. My boys just kept it moving. They just kept it moving. Who gives a fuck about a pillow? Who cares about how clean or dirty that bitch is? And bruv, listen, them niggas, yo, they had bitches galore. <laughs> they had bitches galore because my boys had VWs, innit? My boys had the Toyota Tez, right? The Ranex, back in the days, innit? Right, the Golf Chico. My boys, bruv, they drove, innit? Bitches, bitches don't care about how dirty your fucking bedroom is. Bitches don't give a fuck. All they care about is four wheels, innit? All they care about is that fucking stance. My niggas, <laughs> my niggas, my niggas were into stancing. Bruv, yo, some of them are still into stancing. It's all about stancing. Right? If you a boy from the hood, bruv, it's all about stancing. Your life revolves around dropping your car's suspension. That's what life is all about, innit? Who gives a fuck about your baby mom? Right? Baby mama's a drama, man. Who cares? Who cares about your child? Baby mamas be out here calling these niggas like, yo, I'm gonna get a goose. My niggas be like, who gives a fuck about that shit? My niggas be like, I don't care. I gotta buy a fucking rim. I gotta buy a fucking, yo, my car needs an engine. My car needs an engine. I gotta buy a fucking sound system. I gotta cook the streets. Right? That's what life is all about in the fucking hood. Fuck making your bed. Right? Take care of yourself. Love yourself. That's what life is all about, bruv. Love yourself. All facts. Right? Don't be out here moving like these self-hating South African all-blacks fans. I mean, bruv, how embarrassing are these niggas? Huh? Listen, bruv, listen. If you are a South African, right, 
who supported the All Blacks, a.k.a. New Zealand, during the Rugby World Cup final. Listen, you are an intellectual tryhard. You try too hard. Right? You are trying to present yourself as deeper than thou. Like, hey, I know the history, Maui. I know the history. Maui, did you know that? Back in the days, right? During apartheid, the apartheid government, the national party, right? Used to use the Springboks as a symbol of white power. Did you know that, Maui? Right? And back in the days, black people, the black population of South Africa, bravio, they adopted New Zealand, a.k.a. the All Blacks, as their rugby team. Because the All Blacks was fucking multinational, multicultural, multiracial. Bruv, who gives a shit? Don't be out here talking about what the Springboks used to be. Let's focus on what the Springboks are today. You fucking pretentious, duplicitous fucks. Bruv, hey, how dare you niggas? And listen, bruv, you niggas know how I feel about these fucking flags, right? I'm the most, yo, I'm the least nationalist person of all time, right? I don't fuck with nationalism. However, our boys needed us, bruv. Siakolisi needed us. Them, bo them boys were cooking, right? Spatula in hand. Them boys were cooking. Hey, hey, the boys he's gonna cook, right? The boys he's gonna cook, and you know how I feel about the boys he's. You know how I feel about the boys he's when the boys he's are cooking, bruv. Yo, I love that shit. I fucking love that shit. These fucking yo, hey, I saw black niggas, black South Africans rocking all blacks jerseys, parading them fucking jerseys all over social media, talking about the fucking historical links of South Africa's black population and the fucking all blacks. I don't give a shit. I'm South African, innit? Right? I gotta support my boys. I gotta support my dogs. Here come the book. Here come the book. Right. Listen, I get it. I get it. Right back in the days, you know, we were oppressed. Right. I get it. Right. We had to find, you know, a team to fucking support. We had to adopt the all blacks. So they took us in. New Zealand supported the black population of South Africa. New Zealanders were anti-apartheid. I get it. Them boys used to fucking protest back in the days. Yo, Free Mandela. Yo, I get it. I fucking get it. Right. But let's focus on what is. Not what used to be, right? Let's focus on what is, not what was. Let's focus on today, not yesterday, bruv. Hey, yo, we are trying to move forward, innit? We are trying to move forward, and these motherfuckers keep pulling us back, right? Y'all niggas, y'all keep pulling us back. You niggas are self-hating, Y'all don't fuck with yourselves. Y'all don't fuck with your people, bruv. Who gives a fuck about the historical links? Hey, dear New Zealand, thank you. Thank you for taking us in back in the days. Thank you for supporting black people back in the days. Thank you for supporting the ANC. Thank you for being anti-apartheid. Bruv, yo, you niggas, you niggas are altruist. 
right? You motherfuckers, yo, you love everybody. You niggas are selfless, and I love that shit. I fucks with selfless motherfuckers, yo. Hey, this is why I used to fuck with Jacinda Arden before she stepped down, right? This is why. However, we have to move forward. Right? And bruv, let's not be out here acting as if New Zealanders are not fucking racist. Some of them niggas are racist, but hey, listen, we keep marching on, innit? We keep marching on. Love yourself. Fuck with your people. Stand with your people. Stop being a fucktwat. Niggas be out here trying to act deep. Oh, I'm so deep. Oh, I support the all blacks because, you know, back in the days, about a day, the Mandela, Robin Island, Chris Honey, oh my god, Steve Beagle. Right? We get it. We fucking get it. We trying to move forward. We get it. Love yourself. Love your people. Fuck with yourself, my nigga. Right? This is why, yo, this is why I fucks with Dr. Matthew Bongani Lani. Right? This is why I fucks with him. Because he fucks with himself. And evidently, he fucks with his fucking advocate. Evidently, he's out here fucking his advocate, bruv. Yo, hey, I'm just speculating. Right? This is all fucking, yo, it's only entertainment. Right? Get free speech, you know, I'm a fucking jester. Get comedy, you know, Right? I'm just speculating. I mean, bruv, yo, who gets brushed? Like a little fucking chihuahua by their advocate. I mean, bruv, imagine your lawyer brushing you up, right? Imagine your lawyer getting all fucking handsy with you, bruv. Evidently, something is going on over there, bruv. I saw the fucking electricity in that man's fucking fingers. I mean, bruv, yo, he was brushing Dr. Matthew Bongani Lani's head so fucking diaphanously, right? There was fucking TLC in there. I saw that fucking TLC. I saw the vibe. Listen, them boys are fucking, yo. Hey, the doctor's advocate is a wild boy. <laughs> yeah, bruv. The doctor's advocate is a wild boy. He looks wild. He looks fucking freaky, bruv. Look at that man. Dude, yo, search the video. Okay, bruv, search for the video of Dr. Matthew Bongani Lani's advocate brushing his hair. That shit is wild. I'm like, hey, bruv, hey, am I, am I on Pornhub? Is this it? Am I on OnlyFans? What the fuck is going on, bruv? Am I on X Hamster? The fuck is happening, dude? What the fuck is going on? Bruv, yo, dude, all of a sudden, I saw them bitches. I was like, bruv, yo, why is this news broadcast suddenly morphing into Grinder? When I saw that shit, I was like, well, Hollywood has done it again. It never fucking stops. These niggas, bruv, they keep on delivering. First, they gave us the social network. And then they gave us a movie about Steve Jobs and Apple. And now, evidently, we are getting Grinder the movie. I mean, bruv, this is it, bruv. When I saw that shit, I was like, well, we have entered Somizi's dreams. This is what Somizi dreams about. When that fucking sleep cycle hits, REM sleep. I mean, bruv, we are fucked in it. When I saw that shit, I was like, yo, South Africa is the craziest country, but I love it, though. Ibuile in it. Right? Ibuile in it. Ibuile. Ibuile. Hashtag Ibuile. Niggas were out here going, oh, my 
Yeah, boy. We now have four World Cups. This is what we do. It's back. Right? The World Cup is back where it belongs, bruv. We now have four of these motherfuckers. Right? The World Cup has been popping off for what? For 10 years? We've had 10 World Cups. And South Africa has won four of them bitches. New Zealand has won three of them motherfuckers. Australia has won two. Right? <laughs> I mean, too. You know, that's cute. England has won one. Right? South Africa, the fucking Springboks are at the top. We are fucking cooking. Right? Love yourself. Love your fucking country. I mean, bruv, look at Palestine. Those niggas, bruv, yo, they love their country so much, bruv. I mean, bruv, yo, there's no country to love, innit? Uh, I mean, yo, hey, it's over, right? However, these niggas are not giving up. Them Hamas boys love their country so much that they are not giving up. Even though, even though, right, if you study history, the fucking, uh, the Jews were there first, right? Jewish people occupied Palestine, a.k.a. Israel first. That entire place, that entire area was their land, right? So, bruv, yo, study history, right? Do your fucking, hey, do your Googles. The Jews were there first. And then the Romans just fucking destroyed everything. And uh, that resulted into a lot of fucking Jews being displaced. And then the fucking Ottoman Empire came through. And then the Ottoman Empire fell. Then the fucking Brits and the French came through. And they fucking divided the land. It's a whole thing. It's a fucking shit show. It's a disaster. However, Jewish people were there first. Right? As a matter of fact... Judaism was the first religion, right? And then came Christianity, and then came fucking Islam. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You see, bruv, this is why I don't fuck with all this shit. You know, all of these fucking, you know, oh, Allah, this, God, this, right? The Quran, this, the Torah, that, the Bible, this. I mean, bruv, it's a fucking shit show. This is why we need to merge the fucking religions, because once upon a time, Christianity and uh, Judaism were one thing. Christianity used to be a subsection of Judaism. Right? It's a fucking... Yo, you know, religion, man. Religion is a fucking shit show, bruv. Right? We are just following other people's ideas and how other people view the world. That's basically what religion is. Right? Other people's views. Right? Just captured on scripture. That's really that. It's a shit show. But here we are. Right? Word is Yemen is joining the war. I mean. I mean, yo, Iran, stop, man. Right? Because all of these niggas, right? All of these niggas are being funded by Iran. Right? Countries like Yemen are being funded by Iran. Iran, cut the shit. Right? Iran is out here running proxies all over the Middle East. Cut the shit. Iran is just out here putting these fucking batteries behind these lunatics' backs, bruv. Yo, cut the shit, bruv. Stop funding these lunatics, bruv. But yo, evidently you don't give a fuck. Right? You don't give a fuck. You a fucking rolling stone. You don't make your bed. You don't care. You a wild boy. Right? The fucking Ayatollah of Iran is a wild boy. 
He's out here dishing out fatwas and shit. Fatwas that are resulting into authors getting stabbed and losing their fucking eyes. It's a fucking shit show. Niggas are burning the world because of religion. That's where we at. Niggas are dumping rats and mice at McDonald's restaurants in the United Kingdom because, you know, free Palestine. I mean, bruv, come on, bruv. You know, come on. You see, bruv, my thing is this, right? When it comes to uh, the, the Muslim world versus the West or the Christian world. Like, my thing is, it makes no sense for Arab people to leave their homes, right? And um, take their talents to countries like the United Kingdom and France. And then when they get there, they don't want to assimilate to the culture over there. It makes no sense to me. And bruv, in no way am I saying lose your roots or lose your religion. No. All I'm saying is you left your Muslim country. Right, You left your Arab country. I get it. Shit is fucking tough over there. I get it. You are searching for a better life. It's a beautiful fucking thing. And listen, I love immigration. However, however, if you leave your home, right? If you leave your country for another country, just know that the country that you are going to is not going to believe in the shit that you believe in. You feel me? So when you get there, play ball. Because when in Rome, innit? I'm not saying when you get there, all of a sudden become a fucking Christian, right? No. All I'm saying is assimilate. Play ball. That's all I'm saying. Because the countries that niggas are fleeing to are Christian countries, right? Niggas are leaving Africa in droves. Right, Muslim niggas are leaving Africa in droves, right? Going to countries like Italy and France, bruv. Hey, and the United Kingdom, bruv. Those countries are Christian countries. What are we talking about? They are Christian countries. So when you get there, play ball. I'm not saying, yo, allow yourself to be oppressed. I ain't saying that. All I'm saying is it makes no sense that when you get there, when you get to the fucking, you know, to the West, when you get to Italy, when you get to France, it makes no sense that you niggas don't want to assimilate. You want that country to play ball according to your rules. No, that's not your country, right? You left Syria, my nigga. Syria is an Arab country. It's an Islamic country. Stay there if you want to do your shit. If you want to do your shit freely. Or if you want to do your shit in such a way that nobody's going to question you. Stay there. However, it's tough to stay there because Syria is a fucking war zone. I mean, bruv, Jesus fucking Christ. Assimilate. You know? That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying lose your fucking roots. Lose your culture. Lose your religion. I'm not saying that. All I'm saying is don't get to these countries and try to fucking impose and force feed people your beliefs because life doesn't work like that, right? Immigration is a beautiful thing. We need it, especially because these fucking populations are fucking dwindling all over the world, especially in countries, you know, in the West, right? In wealthy countries, like populations are dwindling. They're going to need people and most people are from these, you know, 
war-torn, you know, third-world countries, right? So most people are going to be leaving these third-world countries, going to the first world. However, when you get there, bruv, the first world is different from the third world. Them niggas play, yo, according to a fucking, to a wild set of rules. Play ball. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying, bruv. We've got countries like Yemen joining the fucking war. I mean, bruv, what are we talking about? What are we doing? Huh? What the fuck are we doing, bruv? Where it is Hezbollah is going to join the war. So basically, the Arab world is now attacking Israel again. Again. Because this happened before, right? During the Six-Day War. This happened before. Where it is Hezbollah and Iran have both threatened that if the war does not end by dawn on Friday, last week Friday, by the way, right? So I don't know what the fuck happened on Friday because I'm recording this a few days before that, right? I'll update this shit if anything happens, of course. Hezbollah and Iran have threatened that if the war does not end by dawn on Friday, the axis of resistance will be the side that directly intervenes in the war. Now, bruv, who the fuck are the axis of resistance? Well, it's Lebanon's Hezbollah. Where it is, they are the most powerful, okay, right? And we have Hamas, obviously, those fucking lunatics. And then we have Yemen's Houthis, whom, uh, you know, they've already declared war on Israel. And then we have Syria, and, uh, and then we have Iraqis, Shia militias. I mean, bruv, hey, if this is true, if things really did blow up on Friday, this means that that move or that moment is going to be the turning point for this war. Right. A moment whereby this war flips from a war between two countries into a regional war. And that right there is going to be a problem. That right there is going to be a global fucking issue. But who cares? Uh, who gives a fuck? Uh, nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> when we have people like Nomsa, I mean, yo, Nomsa, in a Nomsa is fucking different. Right, She doesn't give a fuck about what's happening in the Middle East. She's a fucking airhead. Right? She don't give a fuck. All she gives a fuck about is pocket money. Bruv, yo, just listen to Sister Nomsa over here. Just, just break down the game. Just break down the fucking, the dating pool, the dating world. Bruv, listen, hey, these are the women that we are creating in South Africa. Hey, Sister Nomsa, take it away. What's happening in the dating pool, you guys? It's crazy. So I haven't been in a dating pool in a while. Obviously, I planned out to take a year off from like, just being in a dating pool and being in the streets. I just wanted time to myself, get to know myself a bit more, you know, um, level up and all those kind of things. And then like, I've only been back in the dating game for like, what, a month? And I met this other guy um very um quite uh established i should say i don't want to say rich i'd rather just go with established and when we met i had already had um an upcoming trip to 
my one of my neighboring countries i paid my own flights i paid my own accommodation and the only thing i needed from him was pocket money and not that i needed it i already had planned even uh, and saved up for my pocket money but it was just one of those things that okay he's in my life now well he wants to be in my life now so i wanted to see if he will show up for me the way i expect him to so okay i'll just get my delivery so i'm like um uh he knew about this upcoming trip from the time we started talking so when um the date is approaching i'm like okay the trip is in two days and i think i'm gonna need like a little bit more cash because i just had i have a whole lot of activities and i don't think i've saved enough for everything that i want to do in this country they did not send me an e-wallet i was even shocked like why are you not asking for my bank account so when he he was like okay cool he agreed to me asking for pocket money so easy like he was just like oh sure and then i'm like waiting for him to ask for my account number or you for him to send an e-wallet <laughs> Mind you, the limit for e wallet is how much? Five grand. I'm going on a holiday. How much is a boat cruise? 3K? Why are you sending 5K? What am I going to do with 5K on a vacation? So, and I, I honestly do understand, like, if we haven't invested much into each other. We've only been, like, on two dates. We had only been on two dates. Um, he really was putting in an effort, you know, on our dates, bought like vintage wine, um, came with flowers, picked me up, uber black, you know. He was being like a gentleman until the moment I asked for a pocket. <laughs> and he sent me 5k. It ruined the whole experience for me because I was like, I come from a relationship where I was treated well. Why should I go through this? Also, you're still trying to court me. You're still trying to know me. Like, you know, you're still trying to soften me up. I would expect someone to say a um, hundred times what they said. <laughs> you know, I expected a whole lot more. But my, actually, the whole point of this video is the same person who sent me 3K is now in France watching the rugby game. But he claimed uh, when I stopped talking to him because of the 5K thing, he went to one of my close friends and told them that he feels I was very short-sighted, you know, like I wasn't patient with him. He was going through a tough time and I just let him go like that because of money. And now he's in Paris. He's in France. <sighs> like, aren't you supposed to be broke? So he's only broke when I need it, but when he wants to do something, he's not broke. I know, like, he works very hard for his money, and he has to, like, um, spoil himself, you know, like, compensate for all his hard work. But I also expect for him to show up just as much for me. And for that reason, I'm off the dating pool. I'm off the dating game. Uh, maybe in 2025, guys. But for now, peace out. It's getting spooky. It's getting spooky. It's getting spooky. It's getting spooky. It's getting spooky.
It's getting spooky. It's getting spooky. It's getting spooky. It's getting spooky. It's getting spooky. It's getting spooky. It's getting spooky. Weird times. Global weirding. Because Haibo, 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 just pray about, pray about it. Pray. We went to church together. We went, <laughs> we went to church together. He taught me that Angazi Genesis is the first, um, is the first verse. Ne? Genesis, like. <laughs> Hey man, so yeah, sorry, tough break, I saw the Guilty? news. Guilty? What the fuck are they thinking? I'm Sam Bankman-Fried, not some moron like you. Hey, hey, watch it there, pal. Watch um, it. there's new League of Legends in here. Yeah, man, you got bigger problems than video games. Maybe Biden will pardon me, I did give him five million. I think it's gonna take a lot more than five, or maybe at least ten or twenty for the big guy. Look, boys, not looking great for the Black Caps. South Africa, 357 for four. I'm not one to make excuses. I don't want to cast doubts or a shadow over this innings, but I'm calling for the ICC in conjunction with the BCCI to immediately drug test the South African batsmen. You see the size of those blokes? You see the size of their biceps? You see the ease with which they are dispatching these New Zealand bowlers to the fence? If they pass the drug test, someone check what they're eating. Check what they're feeding them down in South Africa. This is outrageous behavior and I will not stand for it. I will not sit silently and let this happen to another good team. I love spending this time with North right now just because I'm about to go to Pelican Bay and visit a prison there. And anytime I can talk to her about what I do and why I do it is really important to me. What do you think about the work your mom does? What does she do? Shout out to Dwight Howard, living his truth, playing with buttholes and penises. I'm here for it. So if you don't know the story, if you live under a rock, there is somebody accusing Dwight Howard, I think, of sexually assaulting him. He texts Dwight. They talking back and forth on some kind of ad. Dwight says, hey, how's your butthole look? He goes, this is my butthole right here, smooth. I like that butt. Bring it over. I'm Dwight Howard. He go over there to fuck him. You know what I mean? I'm pulling butthole out. I got an NBA nigga. Check, check me. I'm the hottest boy. My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard and bag Dwight Howard with them blue ass braids. He gets over there. He ready to give up some butthole. And in walks a six-foot man in a dress with a beard with a short 27-piece wig and a kitten heel. And he put kitten heel in all caps because he was really offended by that little-ass heel. He came to give his asshole to Dwight. This nigga walks in with this dress on and this goatee. He like, I ain't know y'all was running a train on me. I ain't even signed up for this, baby. Dwight wanted to party. Uh... He want one butthole, baby. He want two. When the guy come, he said, no, deal off. That's where I draw the line. I was <laughs> Fuck you, but like, come on, bro. Who is this he nigga in this dress? I'm not fucking nobody with no kitten heel on. Period. These niggas are six five, giving a butthole. Yes, the first question is, where's how Joe? are you? How are you Where, guys doing? Where's Joe? Um, he's pretty pissed off with me, so he's been. Um, I think he's at his sister's house. He's not talking to me right now. So yeah. Keisha, how long ago, obviously, we saw in the video that Joe's saying he had no idea that you had this account. How long, how long is the account, have you had the page? 
Um, I've had the page for at least over a year. Um, it's on my Instagram and my LinkedIn, but that's what happens when you don't pay attention to your wife, period. Um, and, you know, he has a friend that he's been entertaining and she decided that, you know, she wants to really put a wrench, a bigger, you know, wedge in our relationship. So she went digging around my page and was like, oh, do you know that she has this? And I blew it from that. I mean, it's no secret, Joe's financial issues, you know, mm-hmm. and I have always made a good life for myself, you know, um, before I met Joe, I was living overseas in Europe and I had established myself as a singer, you know, and I came back here, you know, thinking that with his persona and who he was once we got together and I found out who he was that it would only take off you know other things but you know not everybody's hustle and drive are the same and depression is a serious thing also so you know I've been just like you know supporting and dealing and going through his trials and tribulations with him um I've started several businesses you know I've I've been doing a lot like and I just was I just figured out, like, figure. I have a home in Cape Verde I'm trying not to lose, and a, and a roof over here we're trying to maintain that we almost got kicked out of. So I just kicked in the drive and did what I had to do, you know, and he won't do it, so I had to. And I'm sorry, you knew I was an adult video star when you met me. So if my survival, if I would do anything for my own survival then, what makes you think that would change now? When I retired from the adult industry, I promised myself if I don't sing, I don't eat. So when, you know, my music career wasn't popping here when I left Germany and I stayed here for him, I figured, you know, I would, you know, start a business. I started a puppy friend social club. It's the dog sitting business. And then COVID happened and that screwed everything up. I have a, a moving company, you know, that he actually works for me. Like he works for my moving company, you know, it, I'm tired of being the one to figure shit out. So I figured it out the best way I know that can maximize the money that needs to come in because I'm tired of living like, you know, I'm tired of living minimal, you know, it's not, it's not fair. And I don't understand how you could have had such a maximized life and be so content. This is ridiculous. But we've been together for almost 13 years, though. We've been together since 2012, like after his retirement. And it really wasn't a retirement that he wanted. It was a forced retirement because he just got locked out after the lockout in the 2011 lockout. You guys remember, you know, he just never got a new job. Nobody wanted him anymore. So, you know, there was a depression and I've been going, you know, dealing with all of this stuff. And I'm sorry, you know. Uh, that I, I'm not sorry for what I'm doing. I'm just sorry that he can't understand that it's not, that wasn't a selfish, um, decision. It was a decision that I made. I made an executive decision when my man wasn't taking the lead. I really love Joe. Um, I just, I love him. Um, if we were like, if he never speaks to me again, I still will do things to help him or whatever I can because he's my family. You know, he's like an intricate part of my life and I just want the best for us. I wish he wanted that also. That's really where I'm at. You know, I wish that he wanted the best for us because he's not really wanting the best for himself. So I can't expect him to do for him what he for me, what he can't do for himself, I guess. And that's why I just did what I had to do.
have you drawn that line in the sand that you will continue doing OnlyFans? Unless something else happens that, you know, changes that, no, I'm going to continue my OnlyFans. I think as a couple and just him individually, he needs counseling to help find out how to re-find himself and find his new place in the world, you know? It's really hard once you've had a major career, you were this number one draft pick, and then everything ends, you know? I, how do you how do you deal with that? I don't want to be alone, but, you know, if that's what it has to be, that's what it has to be. But um, I, I, I don't think we'll have a divorce. I don't think so. I think he'll, I think he'll, He'll come around. Fuck Africa. You don't like Africa. Why? We got more shit going on in Compton than Africa. <laughs> what part of Africa did you go to? Johannesburg, Suedos, uh, Sun City. You, do you see, if you see rap shows, black rap shows in Africa, you never see them in a building. Africans can't go into certain parts. Mm -hmm. Of uh, and so, you tell me that you got such a strong country of Africa, and you're eighty percent of the population, and other people aren't but twenty percent of the twenty percent of the population, and they control your diamonds, control your ore, control your ore. I mean your oil and all your minerals. Twenty percent, and you trust in God, and He won't get rid of them twenty percent for you. We ain't but 12% of the population in America, and we got color TVs, microwaves, video games. We're not walking around barefooted. So what did I mean? I wouldn't go in Africa if you paid me. You know, I just made a mistake, and everybody makes mistakes. This is the video in question, first shared with KHOU11 via the Nextdoor app. In it, you can clearly see Lewis striking a man in the head from behind before he turns around in shock. I know, like, from the video, all you see is, like, the bad part about it, but um, what people didn't see was that I shook his hand after and how I had gave the man a hug. That is something we cannot verify, nor can we confirm that another man seen in the video getting punched and grabbed later left on good terms, according to Lewis. I really didn't expect for it to just go so left, you know. I told Lewis that law enforcement is investigating the incident, something his mother and father were also aware of. And your mom's probably disappointed. Yeah, she is. Lewis. The family is demanding swift justice. The guy downstairs, he killed my brother, the neighbor. He killed my brother and my dad. The law still doesn't feel real. I think that I'm dreaming. Killing my husband in front of my, in front of my 10 year old. The pools of blood outside Marie DeLille's fourth floor apartment in the Flatbush Gardens complex in East Flatbush. A constant reminder of the horror Sunday night. A gunman opened fire, killing 47 year old Vladimir Maturin and his 27 year old son, Shinwei Mood. Last night, I was in the kitchen doing dishes. While I was emptying the sink, I hear bang, 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 bang. Dalil says the downstairs resident was banging on his ceiling, angry about noise allegedly coming from Dalil's apartment around 10.30 p.m. I'd be like, did anybody make noise? The kids be like, no, mommy, nobody make noise. My husband banged back. The man came back, came upstairs, kicked the door. Dalil says an argument escalated before the suspect fired nine rounds at father and son. 
The family, originally from Haiti, downsized from a larger apartment, an adjustment for her younger children. There's been an ongoing dispute for years about noise. Kids make noise all the time. It doesn't dictate for someone to come up with a firearm. We knocked on the suspect's door. A woman refused to comment. Assemblywoman Monique Chandler Waterman helped the grieving family. My job I look at is supporting the whole entire family and the community and providing wraparound services on what's needed. When something like this happened, it traumatized the family. The family now holding on to memories. My son is a good boy. Good boy. My husband is a good guy. He's not violent. My husband have no gun, no weapon. Why would bring a gun to shoot my family? Why would bring a gun to tear my family apart? with North right now just because I'm about to go to Pelican Bay and visit a prison there and anytime I can talk to you about what I do and why I do it is really important to me. What do you think about the work your mom does? What does she do? Dear Mr. President, Mr. Ramaphosa, with all the respect I can master in my heart, I need to tell you something. We are struggling. We as South Africans are struggling. I had to pay my, my debit orders came off this morning. Every, every time, this time of the month, my wife and I, we have a discussion about what needs to be paid. Now, mind you, 
Me and my wife have worked really hard not to have any credit card debt or short-term loan debt, and we've had no, we have no car debt. We paid off those things. We have both worked. We both have businesses, and I am fortunate to have a very supportive audience. So I don't, I can't complain. I'm probably I would I should be doing very well, but I'm not. I'm not because life has become so unbearably heavy and expensive. My my child goes to a private school because the public schools in the area is just not up to scratch, and I want to him to have opportunities and options in life. I have a second child. He's a baby of three months old. It's you know, my wife buys things. She's got a, a business where she um, sells clothing. Second-hand clothing, for the lack of a better word, she likes to call it pre-loved things. So we get pre-loved prams. My wife goes out and buys second-hand stuff wherever we can. We earn a good salary, but somehow every time, this time of the month, I'm panic-stricken. I'm a working-class South African struggling and worried about if what would happen if I didn't make an income. If I cracked an ankle, if I couldn't work, God forbid, I was in hospital. By the way, my, our biggest expenses are medical aid because we can't go to government hospitals. Because the truth is, I've lost family members in there that went in for one thing and died of something completely unrelated to that. Right? You know what's happening. I'm just saying that every day South Africans always say, "Oh, it's tough right now, it's tough right now," but we really, you know. Maybe this gets to you. Pass this on to the president. We really need your help here. We need you to come to the party for us. We are struggling, man. Working class people, we are panicking because every month we barely go. It's like we can barely make these bills. I have no debt. I've got a moderately sized house compared to my friend circle. I don't know how my friends do it with bigger houses and bigger bonds. Those bonds, those interest rates, just this year. For many people, have gone up with thousands of rands that they could not afford. I see people all the time that have great jobs, degreed people. I'm fortunate; my parents put me through good schools. Degreed people. I've got a B. I'm a BCom grad. All my friends, most of them are, are, are degreed people, and they are barely making it every month, or not making it, and smiling because they don't want to be the Person that looks like they're the only ones struggling, but we are struggling out here, barely making ends meet, as they say. I just want you to know that when you read the state of the nation and, and your ministers read those finance things at the beginning of the year, know this: South Africans are having a terrible time. And if we, as the working class, are struggling, what about the people that aren't making the money? What's going on there? I cannot. I can. I don't know. Our expenses on petrol and food has gone through the roof. I don't know if you really know what's happening with us. I don't. I don't know. So I'm going to invite you to come to Mitchell's Plain on the second of December. My people there will let you know. I see people all the time. They come to my shows just for a little bit of just to escape. Come to any of my shows. Promise you, we won't treat you badly. The aunties will put out tea. I'm sure of it. But let us tell you what's happening with us and how hard it is. 
and we need you we need to know that you know we're struggling and we need a plan to get out of this because it can't go on like this okay, now you've got a, a house but you know you're, you're paying a monthly installments right you're paying a bond don't thank your ancestors for that it's not your house they didn't bless you with that house the bank did the house belongs to the bank therefore what are you slaughtering for johannesburg they got three steps three streets three steps the top step is for whites the second step is for coloreds the bottom step is they call them for the kafiroon for the devil for black folks if an african is caught on the top step they kill him immediately and sweep the step down a whole week with bleach cleansing it from the cafferoon that mentality ain't changed what's it's the difference, the what's the difference between Africa? what's the difference between a colored and a cafferoon a, a, a colored is an arab uh indian a nappy head black is a cafferoon okay and they're the lowest of the low the lowest of the low and they still the lowest and of that's the, low. the way they treat them today in africa right now just like they picking cotton in, in Huntsville? Yeah. Yeah, they being niggas in Africa. Does it depend on what part of Africa? It's all part. What 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 you hear good about Africa behind behind monkeys, gorillas, and tigers. What floor saved that boy life, man? He wasn't big enough or strong enough. Can't stand no nigga like that at me. It's gonna end bad. Oh, you know who on my phone. Everybody relax. Everybody chill. No need, no need for dramatics. Guy's 0-2. Next time he'll try to send somebody bigger and stronger. And we live to pod another day. I'm podding tomorrow with uh, girls that was there. Yeah, I'm, I know. I know tomorrow. We, I'm, I'm yeah. podding with girls that was there. What are we talking about? Yeah, tomorrow. Thank you all tomorrow. Make sure y'all sure pledge. Like, tomorrow y'all get the full They like tomorrow that Tomorrow y'all get the full detail. Uncle Joe? Ooh. You, yeah, I heard. They, <laughs> Ooh. Tell me your trick, cause I ain't gonna lie. They told me you. They told me you like a figure skater on the floor. Hey, when the when the floor is wet, it's about who get up first. I got up first. first. I got up first. Listen, no need for dramatics. Everybody got real good shit going on. Everybody is blessed. I'm here with my baby. We got families. Like, gotta move correctly. I do agree with that. But just know if you ever hear anything about me Joe, and a little one Yamaguchi, oh, Christy, I'm joking. Joe Yamaguchi. If you ever hear me and a little one v one kerfuffle, everything is fine. Everything is fine. Tomorrow we filming. The girls gonna be there. Get your Patreon. It's gonna be crazy. I heard they called me. Yeah, they called me. Yeah, don't get no, don't get no Joe news from the ops. Get it from me. I'm gonna tell you what happened. We're going to go through it tomorrow. Sign up to Patreon. You look good, though. You good? Did you get, did you get a headache? You look no, good. Nigga, couldn't fight. Couldn't fight. <laughs> what do you want me to say? They should, they should have jumped me. <laughs> Joe, 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 you 2 and 0. It's 0 and 2. I don't know how you do It's 0 and 2. Yeah, this, what just, week I, is this? What week is this? Listen, I'm gone. You look, why you look good though? Like I, I thought you got jumped and stomped out. You good? They said you got stomped. No. They said. They said. No. Never believe the internet rumors. Come on, puppy. Never they believe. They said they did the healing. They did the healing.
time. Nigga cock, nigga cock back and sock me one good time. Bow. But then that's all you're going to get. I, I keep telling y'all, I eat a punch well. Now, now we got to get it on. Now we got to go. I, and I don't like this talking? internet stuff. Don't believe it. Don't believe it. Don't believe it. Don't believe it. That's you, was it a power shot? Was homie strong? Was it? Was it? Was it like? Oh, he, he puts a power behind it. Wet floor saved his life, man. I, wet floor. I heard about the wet floor. I, I,